welcome to episode 11 of People Behind the Business, a show for small businesses with small teams and huge ambitions. I'm your host, Rosemary Richards. On the debut episode of season two, I decided to get a bit more personal, uh, just in terms of the conversation I had with a guest that I met connect and cultivate a Facebook group that I'm part of. So she, I know she doesn't really sound like a quote-unquote conventional success story, but a big part of why I wanted to have the guest that I chose for this week's episode on was because I wanted to highlight the fact that there is no perfect path towards success, and there are bumps along the road, and to actually find that success, you have to be willing to endure those uh, bumpy parts of the road to find the smooth path that you're looking for. And this week's guest, well, she led a, a lifestyle of traveling full-time and having her own business, but she ran into problems with debt depression and had to rethink the way she structured her life. And I think there's a lot that you guys can from how she made that shift. She focused really hardcore on going full-time into her business and reaching her money goals. So this week's guest, her name is Paula Broska, and I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. Hi, my name is Paula. I am a web designer, and I work primarily with wellness and spiritual uh, women who want to take their business to the next level and get their message heard by even more people. So that is what I do. And uh, for the last two years, I've been doing that while traveling the world. Cool. So how did you get started? So when I was a kid, growing up, I never had like a calling, you know, to be a teacher or a doctor or something like that. I always wanted to kind of have stories to tell as I get older. I always admired kind of like older people um, who, who did things. Um, I had a friend in high school whose his dad, he wrote Woodstock, top of that every now and And I was like, just mesmerized by those kind of people. So to me, travel was a way to gain those stories. And oh my god, so many amazing ones so far. So uh, I remember that started off by traveling business part time. How, how did you uh, know that? Oh, yeah. So. Originally, in 2016, I wanted to take just a couple and just do my thing and get my kind of like bucket list items checked off and go places and do things and do So that was just like a six month plan. But right before I was going to take on my trip, I actually got let go from the dad who was ahead of me. And those three months was when I was supposed to be saving my that trip, actually. So that forced me into freelancing because um, I wasn't going to cancel. Absolutely not. That was going to happen for me. And I said freelancing while I was living over here and you know, saving my trip for the trip. And that's how that started. So in the beginning, I was a little juggling. But then once I started traveling, um, basically it was kind of just setting good expectations for myself. For instance, I knew that I would be spending literally jumping from backpack to backpack. And yeah. so I couldn't devote as much time to working while you know, changing those pieces every three days. 
said place to see Italian food to eat, right? So during that part of my trip, I would make sure to not have much work. But later on, in the end of those six months, things that have happened is I kind of, I knew I was going to start learning how to catch. So I ended up actually going to Bali that I knew friends there and also visited the show with them. And I ended up basically spreading out. So I would spend um, a month in a single location, this way I would have time to both work, relax, and just it's kind of like a balance and making sure that you know what you're doing or something. So, how did you, speaking of uh, the money cycles, uh, mm-hmm. how did you deal uh, once, once that started an uh, issue? How did you like managing uh, being different places, etc.? So, for me, I didn't really have a plan, to be honest. Um, I knew I needed to take care of basically my students. My biggest issue. So, in order to go on that trip, um, I needed to make sure that they came with me. Anything else that, you know, it's shit out of the plan, I can always use the second come back, come back home and get a job. So, on the beginning of the trip, one of the that I needed cash because you can pay student loans with credit card and get cash. Um, I needed to make at least $6,000 for this. And I did that. So I had that before I even left. So anything on top of that would be too much money. And I managed to kind of budget at least uh, $1,000 per month. And there are certain locations that that is going to be a stretch like in Europe. And oftentimes, it's not going to get you very far. Because a lot of places, you know, even the cheapest, the shittiest little place is $50 a night. Um, so that will add up very, very quickly. Whereas in a lot of places in Asia, when I was in Sri Lanka, it was five dollars a night. So it's completely different kind of thing. Um, so it helped knowing where I would end up, and it helped knowing my friends in Sri Lanka. I can, you know, I can survive in Italy. So in Italy, I need about fifteen. So for me, once I started running out of money, that's when I started looking for more work. Um, so. It was kind of putting out fears to people I knew, like, hey, do you know anybody who's a designer? Like, can I help you with something with your agency? That's actually a good strategy for various designers and agencies often have ultimate And for whatever reason, I had a lot of luck that time around the time, which is, if I needed money, it was kind of my Looking back, is there anything you would do differently with handling that? Of course, yeah, because after that trip, um, I ended up actually spending another six months. Um, to be fair, I met a boy who was very, very cute, and um, I went to school for a little bit of time with him. Um, so I needed another, you know, double that budget for six months. I made that happen again. I had a client. It was kind of, it was like a long time coming to the original talk started in September of 2016, but the actual work was like 20 um, and then that project took about six months, and that was like 15 years, again, to your friend, so that was kind of lucky, and that project funded the rest of one year trip. Once that, that year was up, I decided that, you know what, I don't want to do a job. I don't want to go back to New York, I don't want to go back to the I want to follow the location independent, so I wanted to take my feelings seriously, and that's when it just it hit the fan. I couldn't work if I work. You know, my, my luck ran out. I couldn't manifest anything. It was tough. So 
this time around, I'm currently back on my first, trying to pay off that debt that I that I rang up, and um, knowing what I know now, I'm right now working on making sure that I have steady flow that I that I am truly more of a, as a business rather than you know whatever happens will happen. Now that I refuse to get a normal job. Yeah, and that's important point I keep in mind, especially many in the business, uh, is that because uh, if you know, it comes to the point where you have to either go back to the job, you stick to the principles. And yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, that's important uh, point to come as well. So. Uh, I do want to add one bit on what you just said is that there is no shame in taking work on making sure you're surviving all this. Um, actually, I was listening to a podcast by a writer the and that's exactly what she talked about. How do you manage to get out of it for the field of this and that? And she says that you, know, you need to do what you need to do in order to make sure that you're business. And that means taking a part time job, whatever it is, um, you have to do it. And that was part of my mentality as well. So after I ended up finding a trip, um, like I thought about you know, it, I just get a job for a few months, pay off my debt, get back on feet, and then use that money to fund my freelancing. Um, I mean, basically, no longer shooting as freelancing as a as a business, and um, that actually also pissed me off um, because unfortunately, I fell into depression. Uh, two personal things just came at me out of nowhere, and that is one of the reasons I think why. My energy is the, you know, I was kind of like repelling anything coming my way. And um, that was a very hard, hard lesson, difficult, but I understood. And um, what I did is I, I started to look for help. Um, personally, I'm not the type of person that I, I just want to do everything myself, even if it's helpful if you try to do it, right? Um, it, just this, this simple idea of asking for help is that something that even occurs to me in the first place. So I ended up hiring. Self-aware. I'm more aware about my energy, about my outlook, self, and career. 
and trying to be dispositive and welcome that message and accepting that the law of attraction, mind-blowing, amazing way, it works. Um, so I'm not going to tell you know, your listeners to go and you know, manifest something within a day. It does take time. It, it's all in the Whether you believe in the universe or God or none of that, but it is all in your head. Um, the same, and that's important to get on top of it. It's usually going away. So, um, it was battling with the question, which I decided not to question for it, and uh, which was a terrible idea, maybe not, I don't know, like I said, a very stubborn <laughs> idea that for me. Um, and combine that with, you know, the oppressive behavior of not being able to get out of bed, not what you think that you know. I decided to do by myself and eventually had it with this. I was not for help with the depression, but for help with how I'm acting day to day. And that definitely helps. So, my advice is to you know, ask someone, ask someone who's done it before. If, if it's a stranger that you know, ask them for really be honest with them. Like, I need guidance. I'm stuck. And I think this is the problem. Definitely also figure out what exactly is what um, you want to hear about with that money. Like, we have a hard time evaluating. Yeah. We have a hard time asking for the prices that we are working on. So a lot of people, for instance, they struggle, even though they have clients, they're not hitting their monthly desired monthly that I see a monthly answers. Um, so you need to identify the problem and try your best to see that problem. Whether you pay for it or not, whether you just ask the front of the before and you have to realize that you cannot be. So going back to what you said about the talks to the partner, She cannot be there for me every day and hold my hand and that's not and that job, right? Her job is to help guide my business and guess their food. Her job is to be waking up in the morning when I have trouble waking up and to make sure that she goes to teach me if she's not my mother. Um or, or anything like that. So yeah. uh, she told me that you know, ask your see or or even ask another person about working their food because it's like another food question for them. And you know, just like you know, ask one of the other ladies and do it. Um, to to help you be accessible, to help you get that stuff done. Even if it's something simple as writing, you know, one email, one cold pitch email a day, that's still better than zero, right? And it's still reaching out, it's still trying to do it, to act, to build it forward. And that then that that was something that I reacted to spend three days in bed, and then whatever I did before was gone. The motivation. So I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of went to the phone, and then the next day, this woman and this different Facebook group, like we chatted before, she started talking, like, you know, hey, how are you, whatever, and then we, we got the topic of accountability, and she actually brought it, like, hey, what if we did this? Because I need a way to get help. Girl, do you guys read my mind or something? It was just like, it was Um, and, uh, you know, we started talking, we didn't know, you know, I don't know, basically, Who's better to be accountable than someone that actually understands what we're doing and what we've been through? So, that definitely helps. It's honestly just something simple as what do you plan on doing today, no matter how big or small, and did you do it? Why and why not? If you couldn't get out of bed, then why did you push it? No, 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 no,
also like rejected as well, right? Worst thing happens as a want to try someone else. Yeah, no, exactly. But at the same time, you know, people, especially with the dance, I don't know if it's, if it's about this, this group of people, but they're, they're willing to help. You know, if you're reaching out to someone and they may not be the right fit, or you know, they change their mind in the way they're not really there, you know, you can really ask someone up. You can ask them, can you recommend someone to you if you don't really know better? Because it is hard to be vulnerable. I mean, it's hard to ask for help, trust me, in this thing. But just push yourself. Because if you're running a business, you have to do what you have to do in order for it to succeed, no matter how you feel about it. That is a lesson I learned in a very hard way. Because um, what I would do on the side, and I think for the book, there's something still yet to be done, which is busy. I, I'm a writer uh, for Design Block. So I write basically about what I do. It doesn't even get me clients, but it still gets me a couple hundred bucks a month, right? Yeah. And you also send me a resume. You know, for anybody else, <laughs> um, I have to pursue a situation that is very good. So I do just writing Anyways, so, um, so my goal for May was to make a thousand dollars. That is very low. That is kind of a very sad number. But I haven't had made it, like, proper since early 27, to be honest. I had a few gigs here and there. They were very, very small, very good, very um, just a couple hundred dollars if it was not proper. So my goal for May was to make a thousand dollars from writing. And May was a very transformative month for me because that's when I started getting things after the month, the month where I started really focusing on my mindset work and that. Um, starting to understand you know, my, my outward attitude and So I hit the thousand dollar mark before the end of May a couple of freelance clients for the time, actually. And I was speaking with a disability friend, and I'm like, you know, I have this job over writing gig, so I don't do that. And she's like, well, why not? Why are you leaving that table? Why are you actually saying that you got money? Like, no, it's not a lot, but it's still something, right? Um, yeah. I think, it was, I think it was going to be um, $800 um, that I was just going to be like, yeah, I'll do it next month. Like, well, why not do it this month? And then do it again next yeah. Um, so it was maybe like six or eight blog posts and about five or seven days to write them. And then on top of all the work that I was doing for for teaching it is like trying to work for that. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of work. And I'm not used to that. Yeah. Just coming up with excuses as to why I should do it. And then it hit me. Like, I am a business owner. My goal is to make a thousand dollars, and now I can make two thousand dollars. If I actually sit down and suck it up and do it. So to me, that was really kind of like I don't want to do that. You know, you always hear that of the people that go there to do But then when push comes to shove and you're, you, you know, you're, you're in there and you're working, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I hit my goal. That's my case of me. And all that combined, I ended up making 2100 And right after, I think it was June 1st or 2nd, another um, payment was made. To uh, one of the clients I have, at this point, I used a little free contract um, that did the first call, and then I ended up actually making five things. And to me, that was just mind blowing how that would just happen. Well, and I think it's about, you know, getting clear on what you want, 
whether and you know there is no shame because um a thousand dollars like I said it's nothing it's very small it doesn't cover my people's messages right um but that that was a really important that my thousand Yeah. Like, 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 
we hear these things, sayings, advice all the time, but we don't register it. Like, you know, going the extra mile. Like, yes, I understand. I understood it was important, but now that I've done it, now that I actually just knew it registered differently, and now I act differently about it. Um, so, I think, I think that's important. So, you know, don't compare yourself to others. Just be inspired up by them. Yeah, definitely. So important. All these, all these things. They don't want to talk about Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Even over the last few months with all the celebrity suicides, right? Very unfortunate. And there are some people who are just talking, you know, they're saying that they're getting something to do with relapse to things like that. Um, and some of the people, especially after interviews, that they were saying, you know, it's okay to ask for help. And I want to say that that was like a lot of, you know, and that was well-meaning. But what happened is very few people actually talked about their own thoughts. Very few people try to open up about themselves. And that is part of the question. You become kind of handicapped about talking about it. You kind of shut down, just, and it's very, very hard to open about it and be open about it. So um, realize that, you know, you're not the only one. And if you take the step of opening up whatever your issue is, you know, even if you're just worried, even if you don't have anything as serious as depression, very good for you, just whatever your issue is, whatever you're struggling with in your business, even if it's, you know, asking for a raise or, right, not a raise, but asking to raise your rates, <laughs> you know, just ask for help. People have been there. Everybody's done it. Some, done it. Someone will be able to guide you. It's surprising how friendly they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, they are. It's always so friendly to, like, if something's not going right, to say it, or whatever, that didn't go right. Understand that the most important thing about business it is to build your own tribe of people. Whoever you're selling to, whoever you want to service and work with, just you know, picking the right kinds of people that vibe with you, that's important because you know, um, it also a bunch of other you know, um, benefits like you should not have to that and that. But if you do have that own community, and it could be as little as 20 people, it could be as large as 20 people, it doesn't matter. If you speak to them honestly and authentically about yourself, they will, they will guide you. They will be there for you, especially you know, if you share um, common values. So for me, I recently decided to step to a wellness and spirituality industry because that has been important for me over the last few months and much before. And you know, speaking to those people, I can be open about my issues without you know, second guessing myself. Like it is hard, you know, when I hit send to my Facebook group or whatever. But then I get the first comment that's encouraging, understanding, and empathetic. Why did I wait? Like, <laughs> um, you know, and um, it's okay to open up. I think that is, you know, it's hard, but it's worth it. So, what do you recommend for this? Yeah. Okay, so what helped me was journaling. And I'm not talking diaries kind of stuff like I went to the movie with my mom and my aunt today, nothing like that. For at least 15 minutes um, a day, just write what is in your mind. What's been bugging you all day? What is, you know, um, bothering you? What's, what's just creeping up in there? 
like basically you know day to day actions, you don't necessarily have the time to sit down and correct. Because oftentimes you know, it stresses us out, but when we kind of address it, um, we can disarm it and we don't let it become an issue. That's at least what I found. Sit down for at least a few minutes. If you can do up to an hour a day, I know this is a lot, but it really is wonderful. Because it gets your thoughts out of your head onto paper. Do you pen and paper? I don't mean to show you just the whole different experience. And um, write it out. You know, if you're feeling insecure about your weight or your looks or how your business isn't where you want it to be, write it out. You know, this isn't you talking to anybody else. This is private. No one has to know it. Write it out for yourself and kind of really have a conversation with yourself first. And then over time, you'll feel a little bit more confident about you know, what your business in your life and you'll find you'll, you'll find you feel more courageous. And that will definitely help you open up to other people. Absolutely. Uh, I personally, uh, and, and seeing what a big difference that makes. Right? Like I said, um, it helped me go from making barely a thousand dollars a month to two ten thousand plus contracts in a month and a half. So that is unbelievable. Um, and yeah, mind blowing to me if I think about myself two, three, four months ago. Like me signing two ten thousand dollar contracts, like, holy shit. Mind work. And it, I do believe that it all stems from my, my outlook, my, my projection, my, 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 me removing my negativity. And, you know, it's not an answer to all of my problems. You know, there's still feeling really sad, but the last few days I'm you know, just like trouble um, with myself emotionally. I, I haven't had the chance to actually feel it yet, so I don't actually know what the issue is. But I'm feeling very self conscious. I'm feeling just sad, like I cried this morning for five minutes for no reason. I, I just felt overwhelmed. That's true. But, you know, if I had the time in the last few days to sit down and work through my emotions, why am I feeling overwhelmed? Um, just asking that why, why of myself just a few times would probably clear things up for me. But I, again, I'm just a little bit too swamped and I'm neglecting this area right now. So, um, probably sometime this weekend, I'll have a little bit. So I'll do it. And I'll feel better. I know it. I believe it. Um, and then my accountability friend, she's also journaling a lot. And, and you know, to me, kind of like clear her head, she loves meditating. And I've just started using it too. I'm very interested. Um, I've been personally skeptical of meditation, but now that I'm trying to like, properly do it, like I love it, um, it does make me feel good. So if you want to try that route, that is an option for you. Yoga, yoga, so yeah, that's me. My, uh, my boyfriend talks it, and we like see how much anxiety, etc. Um, so I use an app to let those who what is the name? I only see the first word of it. Um, is it calm? Is it calm app? Insight, insight timer. The second word is insight. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I think it's insight timer. Um, give me one second. Yes, insight timer. All right. So basically, the reason I'm suggesting that is because they have free guided meditation. So I'm not telling you to sit for an hour of meditating. I'm telling you to try three minutes, five minutes um, of guided meditation to whatever is your current struggle. So for instance, I struggle with sleep. So I do a quick five, ten minute meditation before I fall asleep, and I'm out of within minutes, which does not happen to me. It takes me three to four hours to fall asleep, and I'm not joking. Um, they have meditations. You get to pick the time. 
you know, five, zero to five minutes, six to ten or whatever. And then what do you want? You want anxiety and stress? Do you want recovery, healing, sleep, creativity, happiness, spirituality, relationship, dealing with your kid, whatever? And the good thing about it is that it's guided. It doesn't tell you what to do. It doesn't tell you how not to think when you're meditating. It tells you, you know, what to visualize for you, exactly what to do. And when you don't know anything about meditation, that is the key. That's why I haven't even liked it before because I tried it by myself. So it failed me. So, um, you know, you don't have to use that app. You can just, you know, YouTube something if you want, whatever. Um, just make sure you do a three to five minute guided meditation. That's, that's it. So, uh, I, any hope on your goals to start for your business? Or share the reasons? So I can't talk about my projects that I signed because they are very important. But for my business side of myself, uh, over the next few months, I'm going to be uh, focusing on growing my own little tribe, my own little community of like my business. Part of that is for my own business, so that I can connect with future me, but also because I do want to be surrounded by like my people. I just love the connection that I'm doing that business way. I, it's just a lot more effective um, than trying to, you know, please people and talk to people that I have nothing in common. It just feels a little bit more difficult to talk to because, you know, they intimidate me or whatever. So I've been there. And I highly recommend this thing about what you want your company, what's who your company wants to be with. It is so much easier that way. Um, so that's what I'm going to be focusing for the rest of the summer. Um, you know, growing my, my email list, growing my blog leadership, and growing my uh, Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Kind of just, me, I don't want it. I don't want to be alone anymore. Yeah, it's really important. I mean, that's a big part of why I started this podcast. Have lots of great conversations, etc. Right, and honestly, it's not all about selling. Um, it's not all about even trying to make a dollar out of anybody. Um, one of the things that uh, I recently wrote on my blog, for instance, was customer experience. And a lot of companies, especially traditional companies, they focus on marketing. And as soon as they, and as soon as the contract is selling, as soon as it's a positive, um, the kind of the experience of the customer at for doing business with the company just goes down the toilet very, very quickly. And the problem with the kind of mentality is that you, know, you are just basically telling the people that you're after their wallet and that's it. And that's not true for small businesses. You need to build relationships. You want to build relationships so you can actually like the people you're talking with and be nice yeah, to them. Yeah, you Right, exactly. You know, be honest um, and, and be authentic and like find a small connection, whatever it is. Like there was a woman, she was talking on Twitter, and uh, she responded, not on Twitter, I'm sorry, Instagram, she responded to one of my captions, and we can't what I was actually talking about, but at the end of the day, we ended up in body over 40. Like, I'm not joking. I told her an image of 40 on Instagram. Uh, yeah, on Instagram, just like a few times. Um, so, you know, for small businesses, it's super important for them to realize that building a relationship is how you survive. You know, it's kind of like in the job world, it's equivalent of networking, right? It's who you know. Same with small businesses. Just because someone isn't willing or uh, isn't even a perfect fit to, to, to be your client or customer doesn't mean that they still cannot be an advocate because you achieve them well. And that is super powerful. For sure. All right. So to wrap things up, uh, where can listeners find you on? All right. So if you want to connect with me and if you want to find me online, you can go to my website, P-A-U-L-A-B-O-R-L 
www.wska.com. And you can learn all about me, what I do, and things like that. You can read up on my blog, which is all about advice, how to take your business to the next level, um, no matter your industry. It's not just you know wellness people. It's, it's applicable to anybody. And from there, you can find my my uh, Instagram and Facebook because they are not directly as easily accessible as just my name. <laughs> I had to find like the usernames for them. So find me through find me through my website. Cool. All right. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's really fun. I hope I hope I, I gave your listeners some some good advice. Yeah, definitely. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard and you would like to keep up to date on future episodes, hit the subscribe button on your podcast listening device. And I also have an active newsletter for podcast updates and etc. And the link for that is available in the show notes if you'd like to opt into that. And of course, Tell all your friends and I'll see you soon on future episodes.